Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Supreme Court is detoxing from its past activist decisions from the 1970s. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, when we think of having a detox, of cleansing from the toxic things that are in our bodies. Well, I think we can relate that to and compare to the activist burger court of the 1970s that just keep putting out these activist decisions that we're now seeing being overturned. Yeah, there are four major decisions that have been overturned between May the 2nd, 2022, and June the 30th, 2023. And those are decisions coming from 1971, 1973, 1977, and 1978. And, you know, this is all very encouraging because it, it doesn't always look very Logical. Obviously, the one that we all are very familiar with mm -hmm. is the 1973 Roe v. Wade case, but that's chronology-wise number two in line from the 1970s. And right. so 1971 was Lemon versus Kurtzman. And again, what you see here in the 1970s is an activist court under the Chief Justice Direction Warren Burger, and that particular court had a majority of individuals that were anti-Christian, anti-faith, and anti-life in their judicial policies. Bottom line, their judicial policies were very activist-oriented. And not following the Constitution. Right. Completely different than what we have right now with the majority of justices on the Supreme Court. Right. So Lemon versus Kurtzman, 1971. Back then, the court ruled 8-0 to zero that Pennsylvania's uh, law and 8-1 to one that Rhode Island's law or policy violated the Establishment Clause by making state financial aid available to supplement the salaries of parochial school teachers in religious schools. And the reason why they did that is because they didn't have enough schools to teach the kids. So the state said, let's go ahead and supplement some of the salaries for the parochial schools and their teachers. That went to the U.S. Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said the Establishment Clause is contrary, and they developed what's called the Lemon Test, coming up with a judge-made three-part test that essentially required anything that has anything to do with religion to have a secular purpose. And it morphed mm -hmm. later on under Justice O'Connor. Bottom line is this lemon test had been cited in 7,000 or so cases, and it had been sometimes used, sometimes not used. Yeah, the court would just pull it out when it found it convenient. And it used it to strike down some Ten Commandments, but not others. Right. Some nativity scenes, but not others, based upon how close Santa Claus was to crosses, the yeah. display. Crosses, mm -hmm. mottos, other kinds of individual expression and speech, particularly in our case, Shirtliff mm -hmm. versus City of Boston. With a Christian flag and the religious viewpoint in that case. Yeah, because Lemon Test was used by the lower courts to say that you cannot have this flag fly in this public forum flagpole 
open to all applicants if the person who's the applicant thinks, perceives that the flag is religious. If the right. person perceives or thinks or states that the flag is secular, then it's okay. And they justified it based on lemon. The same thing with Coach Kennedy. You can kneel if your purpose is secular, but if your purpose is religious, you can't kneel. And it was struck down under the lemon test. The U.S. Supreme Court, using Shirtliff in the Coach Kennedy case, finally overruled this 1971 decision, Lemon versus Kurtzman, which, as Scalia wrote um, very uh, appropriately, that it was used as like a a ghoul in a late-night horror right. movie that would be pulled out to scare school board attorneys. But no more. It's a, it's now in the past, and it's overruled. It's dead and buried. And, of course, now we get to Roe versus Wade, which was enacted in 1973. The court uh, thought or decided that abortion was um, a... Uh, right, according to the Constitution. And so now we've seen on June 24th, 2022, the court overturned Roe, as well as the 1992 Planned Parenthood versus Casey decision that had held it. This is truly, truly a historic day That's that, a we, historic that we have day. fought for years to see this happen. June 24, 2022, it was overturned. So many babies have lost their lives because of this plus horrible, million babies yeah. lost their lives since 1973 Roe decision. And the 7-2 decision back in 1973, clearly activists. It's the first case that I've ever read in my whole legal career before I was an attorney when I was still a pastor. It made no sense to me at the time because it's nonsensical. Right. It's not based in the Constitution. It's not based in history. And they couldn't find anywhere in the Constitution that they could rely upon for the so-called new right to an abortion. But, they you know. looked at it all through the Constitution. It could be this amendment, that amendment. And then they finally resorted to it could be the penumbra, which is like a, an eclipse where the moon and the sun have an eclipse and you see this glow around the edge. So there's some kind of glow around the edge of the Constitution somewhere. We can't figure out where it is, but that's where the right of abortion is. So that decision has been overturned. Hallelujah. The issue now is returned to the elected officials and their people which means Congress. So Congress is now trying to get involved in it. There's been efforts in Capitol Hill to pass pro-abortion legislation. We've been opposing that. There's efforts on the state level to do the same thing. There's also efforts to pass pro-life legislation, and then there's legal challenges, and we're filing briefs right. on the state level across the country. But the shackles have been removed, right? and we're no longer bound by this horrible 1973 decision. Then you have 1977. And that's the Transworld Airlines versus Hardison case. And that was the TWA Airlines had an employee they fired for not working on the employee's Sabbath. That employee requested accommodation. They would not. Uh, the court then said that under the undue hardship that employers have to accommodate unless it's an undue hardship. But for religion, the undue hardship is very easy to show and they created the so-called de minimis cost standard. So if the employer had to expend cost, even though they're de minimis, meaning that they're minor, minor cost incurred by the employer to accommodate, then the employer could say, that's an undue hardship, and therefore terminate the person, not respect the religious accommodation request. That case has been a disaster for right. employees particularly in the context of the COVID shot mandate. But you know, Matt, it just takes one, the courage of one person. And this, in this case, it was Groff, who was a former postal worker, who asked 
to have Sundays off. He considered Sundays to be his Sabbath day. And eventually the post office, uh, postal service refused. And so he went to court. And now this, this horrible decision has been overturned because of the courage of this one man. Well, and this will breathe additional life into our litigation representing employees who were mm-hmm. terminated regarding the COVID shot mandate. And there were many. <laughs> and there were many. And a lot of these employers, they did the same thing. There were like forms that were going around, different kinds of questions that they were asking them about whether they ever took Tylenol and so forth, and they wouldn't accommodate them. So now many of those, although we've gotten relief for many, this will be a good decision for us going forward. Then right. finally, the 1978 case, Regents of the University of California versus Baki, that has been overturned. That 1978 decision was a 5-4 decision by the court. And it upheld affirmative action, allowing race to factor into college admissions policies. But now the justices in the Students for Fair Admissions versus the University of North Carolina that also include Harvard University overturned that decision, saying that it violated the Equal Protection Clause and other federal statutes. So this is a good decision. Race no longer can be this factor to give somebody an edge or actually less of an edge, if you will if you're not part of the favored race uh, for college admissions. And again, here was a group of Asians that were being discriminated against. um, And they were saying, you know, your personality is not good enough or whatever, but they have high scores, high grades, and they filed suit. And now, as a result, this horrible decision has now been overturned. Well, the Supreme Court has begun to retether itself to the Constitution to mean what it says, uh, and it doesn't always get it right, but the last two terms of the Supreme Court have clearly strengthened religious liberty, the sanctity of human life, equal protection under the law, free exercise of religion, the original and historical protections of the Constitution and the statutes and Title VII, free speech, free exercise, and Establishment Clause are clearly returning to the American people and their elected representatives. So this is a good decision. Huge changes with these decisions overturned that have haunted us for nearly 50 years in some cases, and now great opportunities as we move forward. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.